What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman, guys. Um, hope you're all having a wonderful Sunday afternoon. Hey, guys. You know, um, it's been a wild week. You know, um, you know, uh, you know, OTAs are continuing. You know, as we're uh, as we will get to see, as we're gonna see. You know. When training camp hits, when we're gonna see uh, who are, we're gonna we're gonna be seeing uh, a lot of talent going against a lot of talent, you know, because guys, you, you know, like you have to mention talent versus talent now, you know, um, NFL like we all know the NFL is going to change, you know, when uh, the years go by, you know. You know, this sport has been, you know, uh, has been occurring for more than 100 years, you know, um, and the game has changed so much through those uh, 100 years. You know, the rules have changed. Like, I don't know how many times I got to explain myself, you know, like the game has changed, you know, and it sucks now, you know, Um, but I just, you know, um. You know, and some of the rules, you know, a lot of fans don't like. You know, like, players can't taunt anymore. You know, like, if a defender gets a big sack in a big game, he can't taunt because they'll call a flag for that. You know, um, you can't, you know, like, teams not, like, in today's game, you can't celebrate, you know, because you know, the rules have changed. The way the players play have changed. You guys know I'm a big defensive guy. You know, defense, uh, defense, like any, like I don't care what position you play. You know, you could play cornerback, you could play, de- you could play edge rusher, you could play lineman. You know, any position, either it's on the defense or the offense. Players now are much more bigger and way more stronger than they were back then. And not only that, the equipment is much more realistic. You know, so I mean, I, I really feel like as time flies by, and as long as this le- and as long and as long as this sport continues to occur, players are you know players are going to get better, you know, and get stronger and faster, you know, because it's the NFL. All you do is work out, you know, try to eat the uh, try to eat the right foods. You know, and, you know, you try to win for your team. You know, guys, I'm telling you, like, we're we're not going to be seeing Tom Brady in the league anymore. We're not going to be seeing uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, we're not going to be seeing guys like that. You know, we're going to be moving to the next generation. And I, I mentioned this yesterday. We're going to be seeing guys like Patrick Mahomes. We're going to be seeing guys like Josh Allen take the toll of these legendary quarterbacks and continue to ring, you know, it's like passing, you know, it's like passing, uh, on a torch, when a legend dies, you know, someone steps up for that, someone steps up and takes the, takes that, uh, takes that legendary, uh, person's place, you know, and that's what I want to talk about the Giants right now, you know, um, you guys know I'm a big defensive guy, 
You guys know I embrace defense. I love defense. I still have the mindset that defense can still win you championships. And I'm still, you know, I'm still uh, holding on to that. You know, like, guys, look at the Cincinnati Bengals. And as much as I like Joe Burrow, you know, which I do, Joe Burrow, he's one of my favorite young quarterbacks in today's league. You know, um, I was the one that said, whoever gets this kid, they're going to be lucky because Joe Burrow's got it. You know, he came from, you know, he got transferred from my Buckeyes to the, to the LSU Tigers and won this team a championship alongside with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. You know, um, that's why, you know, that's why when the Bengals barely lost to the Rams in the Super Bowl, I said that, I literally said the day after, I got the Bengals winning the AFC North. Like, now it could, now it could be interesting because, first of all, the Browns are looking really good. You know, you have, you know, they, they just got Deshaun Watson. Now, we don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to play or not because, you know, um, because of those 22 uh, civilized cases, you know. So we don't know. The Browns didn't bring in Amari Cooper, you know. And you still got two fabulous running backs. In the, in, you got two big-time names at the running back position and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The offensive line look, looks really good. Miles Garrett, you know, we all know how how much of a beast he is, you know? So it's going to be very interesting. And then we got the Steelers, which I don't think the Steelers are that far away from being a playoff contender. I just feel like, obviously, the quarterback the quarterback situation for Pittsburgh, it, it seems like a question mark. We don't know who's going to start for the, for the quarterback position for the Steelers. Is it going to be Trubisky or Kenny Pickett? You know, and, and the reason why this is a tough situation because... A lot of people, even uh, including myself, I see a lot of Trubisky. I actually see a lot of Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. You know, he can throw the football. You know, he can run with the football. You know, but he makes major. He makes he makes some major mistakes. You know, but he can play. You know, I just I I looked at this kid as the second best uh, prospect behind Malik Willis. You know. That's why I said that's why I said like a couple of days uh, uh, um, after draft day, you know, um, I said Kenny Pickett could, you know, Kenny Pickett, he's got some talent, you know, even though a lot of people don't believe he can uh, uh, bring a team to the postseason. I saw a lot of good things from him when he was playing for Pitt. You know, he he showed some good signs, you know, but the Steelers' offensive line is. It remains, it remains a question. I love the Steelers receiving court. I love TJ Watt. TJ Watt's a big time defender. You know, um, I still think the Steelers have a, they have a, they, I still think their secondary is worth watching. So let's see what happens, you know? So, you know, you got, then we got the Ravens, which I'm very excited. You know, Baltimore, they got, even though they lost, uh, Hollywood Brown, you, you know, um, you still got some talent, you know, and don't forget the Ravens, they got some talented receivers, especially from the ones they drafted in last year, you know, and not only that, you, you drafted the best center in Tyler Linderbaum, you know, so I'm just excited, and look at, 
Lamar Jackson, he has to show up. You know, this could be Lamar's last stand in Baltimore if he can't somehow get the... If, like, Lamar's goal, he's going to have to take the Ravens to at least... The, at least to the uh, AFC Divisional round. If, you know, to, you know... And the reason why I'm bringing that up because... If you can get by, if you can, if you can somehow get through, if you can somehow beat a talented team in the AFC divisional round, not only do you win the championship for your own conference, but you go to the Super Bowl. So I think Lamar, I think he's going to have to do, Lamar, the Ravens have a win, they have a favorable schedule. They, Lamar's going to have to get his team, he's going to have to pick this team and carry them to the AFC, AFC divisional round. You know, even though I don't see them winning it because there's going to be either it's going to be the Bills in the AFC division around or the Chiefs. You know, we don't know because, you know, like guys, the AFC conference is getting a lot tougher. You know, there's a lot of good teams and there's a lot of good quarterbacks. And the reason why you got to mention quarterbacks because, hey, we're in the quarterbacks league. You know, and like you got guys like Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, you know, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, you know, Joe Burrow. You got, like, those are, like, six quarterbacks I just named already. You know, you got, it's going to be interesting, you know? So, I'm just, I think Lamar's going to have to show up if he wants to take this team to, if Lamar wants to get a contract extension, because we all know quarterbacks want to get paid, he's going to have to at least take this team to the to the AFC divisional round or possibly the Super Bowl and let let the fans know that I'm your guy you know he has to stay healthy though he has to stay he has to stay healthy you know not only him but the guys around him they need to stay healthy so we're gonna see what happens but guys anyways I want to get down to what I what I was supposed to talk about so guys, um, Pro Football Focus and some of you guys are probably not going to be surprised surprised about this. Pro Football Focus, they literally, as much of the trashy crap that this website has thrown at this franchise, they, they, PFF, they, they decided to be nice to the Giants today and they literally named Aziz Ojolari as the NFC breakout player candidate in 2022. Now, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, including myself, you know, you guys know I'm a Giants fan and stuff like that. You guys are probably wondering, why in the hell are they deciding to be nice to the Giants? You know, and I'm pretty sure, guys, that the New York Giants, you know, like the Jets, like the Jaguars, they're, you know, like the Giants, they might have a, an up and down type of season, which, which might not sound good, but hey, there's a lot, there's been a lot of good talk about the Giants. A lot of people are expecting a better year. Now, no one's expecting this team to have a winning record. But 
some, you know, uh, sports casts like CBS and stuff like that, they're expecting the Giants to have a dip. Now they're saying the Giants are still going to have a losing record, but they said a lot of people are expecting the Giants to win way more games than they did last season. CBS Sports, they have the Giants winning seven games, which is fair enough. That right there should give us Giants fans, you know, some excitement because we're, you know, I'm excited myself. I, I, you know, like, I don't know how many times I got to say this. I'm very, I'm, I'm trusting the process. You know, my friend AJ, he's a Bills fan. You know, he was telling me all about these guys and Joe Shane and Brian Dayball and how they, on how they fixed the Bills and turned them into a powerhouse of the football team. And I'm starting to see that. First of all, you drafted the best edge rusher. You drafted the best tackle. You know, and you just kept on building. You filled the two interior offensive line spots. You drafted a uh, you drafted a, a receiver that could that could be really good in Wandell Robinson. I love the drafting. I love the drafting of Cordell Flop. You know, I'm just loving what they're doing. You know, but. This is why I'm optimistic. The only piece that we, the Giants could go to the playoffs. There's no question. You guys might call me crazy. We don't, we might, we might not have a favorable schedule, but we're not that far away from being a playoff team. If you actually think about it, our offensive line, first of all, looks way better than it has ever looked in the past decade. You still got Saquon Barkley, who went healthy and who is on his who is on his game? Saquon can kill you when he's when he's ha- when he's balling out. We still have a great receiving core. You know, like we got Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton. He's still the Giants. You got Shepard. You got Kadarius Tony. You got Wondell Robinson, and you signed two elite tight ends. You know, and you signed another good tight end. Uh, you drafted another good tight end. And not so that's the Giants offense. And then you have the defense. First of all, the defensive front. You have two you have Aziz Ojulari and Kayvon Thibodeau, you know, pass, you know, rushing the quarterback. That right there excites you. And then you have Leonard Williams, who's looking to kill. And you have Dexter Lawrence who just got his fifth year option picked up. He's looking to be a leader. And then you have the secondary you have the sec- secondary that looks really good. All we need is Daniel Jones to show up. I really feel like if, like, go back to the games where the Giants have shown up. And whenever they showed up, Daniel Jones showed up. I can see that in Daniel Jones. And I can see why the Giants, and that's why, that's why I feel very optimistic. And that's why, that's why I have a feeling that we could make the playoffs. Because first of all, the NFC Conference stinks. There ain't that. The only the only good teams in the NFC are probably they're probably all in the NFC West. You have the Niners, the Rams, and the you have the Niners, the Rams. Uh, that's probably it. Possibly the Cardinals if Kyler Murray can show up, and if the, if those receivers can show up. But I'm telling you, if Daniel, I our schedule is not that tough. Our first. The only teams that I see us having a tough time with is probably the Eagles and probably uh, the Packers and the Colts. 
Other than that, I think we have a winning record. I think there's a good chance I can see us going ten and seven at best. You know, that's my that's my that's my ceiling for the Giants. My floor for the Giants, I would have to say, um, I would have to say at least seven and ten or ten and seven. I see. I, I can see the Giants winning. If the Giants play their best, I see ten wins. If not, I see them winning seven. So I agree. I agree with uh, CBS's prediction on the Giants' win-loss record. But look at enough about that. Let's. I want to talk about Aziz Ojolari, and this is a kid that I was. This is this is a kid that I I praised. You know, I you know um I wanted this kid out of Georgia, and we all and we all know how big of a college Georgia is. You know um. Especially uh, with all the talent coming out out of Georgia for this year, you know guys like Jordan Davis, guys like the Kobe Dean, guys like that, guys like Trayvon Walker. You know, Azizo Jalari. You know, he w- he's a monster. This kid showed this kid showed promise last season, recording 18 sacks last season. That right there should tell you, oh, this guy's gonna be good. Look at, I'm not so. Per- first of all, I'm not surprised that Pro Football Focus named this kid as the as the as a breakout candidate for the NFC. Cause look at, listen, listen. First of all, while Giants fans are excited about how the offense will look under offensive-minded head coach Brian Dayball, who did wonders like Josh Allen in Buffalo, the defense is arguably more intriguing given the talent it flaunts all three levels. Now obviously guys, the secondary it the secondary is definitely a weak spot, you know. Obviously with the release of James Bradbury, you know, but Blake Martinez should bring stability to the linebacker position and the defensive line could make serious noise if the pass rush steps up, you know. Look, you guys, we all know what Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence would bring to the table. And all eyes are currently on number fifth overall on, the, on number fifth overall pick, Kayvon Thibodeau, after this kid amassed 19 sacks and 35 tackles for loss, you know, over, uh, over his three years with the Oregon Ducks. Of course... You know, as you know, of course, Aziz Ojolari could end up being way better than all of them. You know, after his sneakily, you know, dominant rookie year, the two side. You know, um, this kid, like I said, guys, this kid posted, he posted eight and a half sacks, and he also posted thirteen quarterback hits. That was last season, despite being undersized. You know, which he weighed two hundred forty-five pounds. Which I'm hearing that he added a little bit more weight. I'm hearing that he weighs around 250, you know, at best. As an edge rusher, that's amazing, you know. And he went out and put, like I said, he put he put up extra muscle this offseason. So look at while Thibodeau is all the rage in East Rutherford, Ojulari is very much coasting, you know, under the radar as a potential stud. Or is he? You know, so that's the question a lot of us Giants fans are trying to understand. You know, PFF, they were saying this, you know, and I, and just hearing what they said, you know, um, and this was the question that was asked of PFF, is Aziz Ojolari poised for a breakout season in 2022? This is what they said. 
The Giants have been slowly building up their pass rush unit the past few seasons, including including losing a first rounder on Oregon edge rusher. Uh, or uh, oh wait, um, on Oregon. Or, Oh, sorry. Using a first rounder on Oregon edge defender Kayvon Thibodeau in the 2022 NFL Draft. Last season, New York uh, drafted Ojolari in the second round, and he didn't disappoint, putting up a 17.8% pass rushing win percentage and 28 total pressures on true pass sets. While his overall grade underwhelmed 58.3, he had three 80.0 plus game grades in 2021. Now, accompanied by Thibodeau on the opposite side, Ojolari can use he can use his athleticism and bend on second tier linemen, opening the door for a break uh, breakthrough year too. That's what PFF said about uh, this kid. So look at at 225 pounds, you know, the former Bulldogs' weight is now much more on par with. You know that of other pass rushers around the NFL. For context, T.J. Watt weighs 252 pounds, Nick Bosa is 265 pounds, and Miles Garrett is 272 pounds. Now Ojolari, he this kid now he won't be so dependent on his quickness and bend around the edge to pressure opposing quarterbacks. All told, Ojolari would qualify as a breakout candidate. You know, even if he didn't. Uh, tack on muscle this uh, offseason this offseason in 2021 he finished with a team high eight sacks which which also marketed the most by a giant rookie since uh, since sacks became an official stat in 1982 beating the five and a half threshold set by BJ Hill back in 2018 you know look, look at guys the fact that the fact was that the fact Ojolari was that productive without a proper running mate on the opposite side of the line really speaks volumes to his talent. Now that opposing offenses have to be, uh, you know, uh, con- you know, like cognizant, you know, of Thibodeau, Ojolari he should have more one. I, you know, this is from what I, this is from what I'm expecting. You know, and you guys should expect this as well. Now that opposing offenses have to be, you know, more work, more focused on Thibodeau, it's clear to say that Ojolari should have more 1v1 matchups to exploit. So that's what I think. You know, and that's my thoughts on what PFF said. Giants fans, what do you think? You guys think the second-year pass rusher is going to take the lead by storm in 2022? Let me know. But yeah, guys, that's what I have to say about um, Aziz Ojolari. I'm very excited for this kid. You know, I was very, I was very excited what he showed last season. You know, and yeah, I think these two are going to uh, be big-time uh, studs in the future. You know, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, um, this is my dream. You know, my dream was to see Kayvon Thibodeau, like, with Aziz Ojolari, with Aziz Ojolari, that, like, that right there, that was my dream, like, like, that was, that would be, like, I didn't really think it was going to happen, you know, because Thibodeau, he was being, you know, like, his stock was going up and down draft boards, and no one really knew, no one knew where this kid was going to land, you know, I thought he was going to go to the Jets, 
Now, which I was shocked. I thought the Jets were gonna. I thought the Jets were gonna steal him, but the Jets' defensive front's not that bad. You know, they they got some talent up front. You know, so they went after uh. You know, they went after Ahmad Sauce Gardner. So, you know, we got Aziz Ojolari. You're pairing up with Kayvon Thibodeau. Leonard Williams, he's looking a feast. You have Dexter Lawrence, you know. I'm excited. Then you got Blake Martinez, you know. You got, you know, you got, uh, I'm just excited. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see how this defense rolls out. But, guys, at the end of the day, like I said, quarterback, we're in a quarterback's league now. If Daniel Jones can show up, you know, I'm... <laughs> He's he's clearly gonna he's clearly gonna prove the doubters wrong. You know, Daniel Jones, his goal is to win us football games, take us to the postseason, and show what he's all about. You know, when he has a good offensive line, a good receiving core, Mike Kafka's gonna Mike Kafka's gonna be calling plays for him all season. I'm excited. Let's see what happens guys. I'll see you guys in the next one. I'm out. Peace.